Today's episode is brought to you by Amio. Amio is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Amio will magically give you a train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. And it's literally never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Amio saves you time and money. I mean, who doesn't want that? Amio wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to amio.com and use the code AMIO5 at checkout. Valid until July 31st for New Year'sers on all modes of transport, and it's just the pick-me-up that 2021 needs. Amio, plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, what's up, you guys? You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and welcome back to another Wednesday. You guys saw the title. Today's going to be a big day. It's a big episode. It's a big topic. We're talking about all things engagement. I'm so young. Why I got engaged at 20. What's happening? What am I thinking? We're going to talk about literally all of it, answer all of your questions. But first... We're going to have to do our going places and going nowhere moment of the week because I have a good one. I have a really, really good one. My going places moment of the week was that Hunter came in, perfect timing, Hunter came and visited for 4th of July weekend. It was very spontaneous. He came down on a Friday. We decided on Thursday that he was going to come. Long story short, we just had a three-day weekend and it made more sense to travel then than when we were planning on traveling. And he literally just drove down Friday after work. And it was the best. It was so nice getting to spend the weekend with him and just getting to have time together. But my going nowhere moment (laughs) ties in here was that Hunter and I were both sick the entire weekend. I had been sick starting Wednesday. You guys have been tracking how much I've been getting sick. I just have a really bad immune system. I get sick quite a bit. And so... It's no surprise here that I got sick about Wednesday, and then I'm just now feeling better, like right before this episode is going live. And so it's a struggle. It really, really is. And so like over the 4th of July weekend while Hunter was here, we were just not feeling our best. And so it was good because we were just still able to spend a ton of time together and get to literally sit on the couch and just hang out. We even got to play disc golf. We got to cook out a bit for 4th of July, watch fireworks, and just kind of have a chill weekend. But I didn't even care that we were doing nothing because I was getting to do it with him. And so all in all, amazing weekend, amazing week. I hope that you guys have had a great week, a great midpoint to your summer. I hope all of your summers are going really great. I know for me, I'm in full work mode, so it's not really exciting summer over here. But I hope you guys are living your best life. I really, really do. I hope you are doing all of the amazing things. But with that being said, let's hop into it because this is a big topic and it's an episode that I've known that I've wanted to do since I got engaged because I remember I posted that I got engaged and the questions, they just came in droves and I was a little overwhelmed at that point because, I mean, I had just gotten engaged. There was a lot of things. What's interesting about this podcast is that with your putting your life on the internet um, to however size audience, it's really permanent. And there were some things that I didn't feel like ready to speak on or it was just like too soon or um, 
yeah, I mean, I didn't feel like I was like fully equipped to really give you guys a holistic answer to this, to the question of why did you get engaged at age 20? And when, when you word it like that, 20 sounds so jarring. I'm going to be getting married when I'm 21. And for some reason in my head, that sounds better. <laughs> but the, the 20 really, really gets me. But and not to, whatever, I'm not, whatever, I'll say it. Not to mention, I had turned 19 in September. I mean, <laughs> turned 20 in September, and I got engaged in November. So, I was a fresh 20. I'm still 20 right now. That's besides the point. Um, and so, I kind of broken down a bunch of the reasons why I decided. These are definitely not all of them. It's a pretty exhaustive list. But I cannot, like, speak for every emotion I've ever had over the last four years or really my whole life or my view of engagement and marriage and what that's going to look like. But I quickly kind of jotted down more so the events that happened that led to this point slash, like, mindsets that I had, basically. And so whether you're thinking about getting engaged, you have a serious boyfriend, you're wanting to get into a serious relationship, you're in a new relationship, whatever it might be, and you're just curious about how this went for me. I, I mean, I know back when I was dating, I would have literally lived to hear one of these episodes because I'll get into it, but there was a season of serious indecisiveness. So that's why I really wanted to make this to really a, clear the air for people who are maybe in the same boat as me, but also there's a lot of people who don't understand like the choice that I made and because this this is just a lifestyle podcast and like I have a ton of people in my audience that are from completely different walks of life and for some people this was appalling and that's okay um I love my life I love the choice that I made spoiler alert um and so I just really wanted to like kind of shed a light on it and kind of share where I was at in um my headspace and so for starters reason one why I decided to get engaged um, was that Hunter and I started dating when we were 17 years old and I had known him since I was 11 not super well but we'd been around each other for a really big parts of our lives and we've been together for almost four years now and so for some of you that might not seem like a long time for some of you that might feel like ages I know I have friends who've gotten engaged after only dating for three months six months gotten married a year into meeting each other. So for me, it, it has really felt like Hunter has Hunter and I have taken our time and a lot of that has because of school and like we start we started dating senior year of high school. Like we weren't getting married or engaged any time like quickly from there. Um and so we just naturally had a certain amount of like allotted time before um, we knew we were gonna take a next step. But that was a big aspect is I felt like I I really got to know him. I got to have a lot of Christmases. That's one of my like things to say for people when they're like trying to figure out. It's like you need to spend like more than one Christmas. Or I got to have a couple Valentine's Days. I got to see him one up um, on his gifts. I got to see how he handled holiday stress. Um, we got to do a lot of birthdays together. We got to do a lot of life together. I mean these past four years truly have been the most influential years of my life. It's literally my senior year of high school and all of college. Like that is when we've both been growing so substantially as individuals. That's when you're really forming your own personal opinions. That's when you're making adult decisions. That's when you've moved away from home. Like these are fundamental years and we got to grow and experience them together. And I got to watch Hunter move away from home and mature and make adult decisions and in all of those things these years have been like 
really big years for us and getting to see how our relationship has grown and how we have mutually put our relationship first despite all of the other distractions and all of the other really important things that have been going on right now, that was a big reason why I felt prepared for marriage was because we we went through a lot in these last couple years and we got to learn so much about each other and we got to grow together and I had to lean on him for things and this goes into my second point is that we did long distance all through college and this really put our relationship to the test. This was probably the thing for me that made me the most confident that I was like okay we can do this because when we went into long distance freshman year, I really didn't know what to expect. I was not planning, I was not going into it with the plan of being like, oh, he'll, we're going to get married right after we graduate. That wasn't even on my radar. I was like, I hope we can just make this work. I hope I have a good freshman year. Like, I really wasn't super future thinking um, until the end of freshman year and, and we did it and we made it through long distance and we learned how to communicate really well and we learned how to go out of our way for each other. I mean, I had to learn how to not be selfish and work with different time zones and that he liked to go to sleep earlier than me. So I had to be back in my dorm to be on the phone a lot earlier and cater my night around it. But I had to learn to make him a priority and to sacrifice things. And I think freshman year is really pivotal for a lot of people. And I typically... I don't want to say I don't recommend. I don't recommend going into freshman year and like finding a boyfriend. I really think it's like a good time for you to be single. But I mean, if you're coming in with a boyfriend, that's a whole nother set of challenges. For me, it didn't really, and maybe that's just because Hunter and I weren't, I guess this is another reason, really mature people. <laughs> if you know us, you completely agree with me on this, is that we're really mature for our age. We've always been told that growing up. And so when you take two really mature people and put them in a relationship, things are naturally going to escalate. We're going to be making really mature decisions. We're going to be really wise. We're going to be really forward thinking. And so through long distance, we were really able to refine how we communicated and how we loved each other. And as I was growing as Taylor and as he was growing as Hunter, because that was a big thing for us is when we were seniors, we didn't even talk to each other about where we were applying for colleges. We kept it so separate. Our relationship was so new. We were just really trying to enjoy each other and have fun. And it really, it wasn't a center point for our relationship because it was really important for me to have my own individual college experience. And I knew if Hunter and I went to the same school, it'd be really easy for us to just gravitate towards each other and not put ourselves out there and not find community outside of one another. And so we didn't even consider the other person <laughs> when choosing colleges, hence why we ended up with an eight-year, eight-year, eight, I can't even speak, an eight-hour difference in, like, how far away we were. We both ended up out of state. And so that's a, that's a huge commitment to like walk into being like, okay, we're going to do an eight hour long distance. Neither of us have our cars, so we can't even drive to see each other. We're really not going to be seeing each other at all. And through this distance and through where I could see like, okay, because this kind of answers the question. I have like these <clears throat> FAQs I'm going to do at the end, but I'm kind of jumping ahead where it's like, 
don't you want to be like have like a selfish time and like do your own thing and I felt like we did get to do that we were very selfish about undergrad and having separate experiences and me getting to come to Sanford and get to go through recruitment and get to join whatever organization I wanted being able to really spend my time however I wanted pouring into whoever I wanted and same for Hunter like we both were able to prioritize different things we didn't have to worry about and not in a bad way, but, like, we didn't have to worry about seeing each other and, like, really taking the time in person because we had already laid a really great foundation for our relationship in person. And so we were just in a season of, like, testing our communication and testing how well we worked when you are, you strip all things physical, you strip all in-person communication, you strip getting to hang out, you, like, you're literally, your relationship lies on your words. And I recommend long distance to literally anyone who's considering marrying someone is doing long distance at some point. It doesn't have to look as drastic as Hunter and I's long distance, whatever that looks like for you. But learning how to communicate really well when all of the other elements are stripped from you really, it was a confidence boost for me going into when we were deciding, okay, I think, I think we can get married. Like I, this is something I want to do was me being like, wow, like, we made it all of these years and Hunter loves me for me and who I am despite the distance, despite the physicality, despite not being able to just like sit on the couch and watch TV together, despite being able to go on dates, like all, despite all of those things, like this still works just based on how we communicate and talk and love each other. And so the long distance thing was really monumental in me being like fully prepared to be ready, <laughs> not even ready for marriage, but to be like, okay, yeah, this is the person I can spend the rest of my life with. The next big one, I'm really just like walking you through like a huge timeline here, is spring semester 2020. During this, at this point, Hunter and I, we were, it was second half of our sophomore year, and so we had been together for almost three years at that point, and it was just I was just in a place where I was like, okay, if Hunter is not the person that I'm supposed to marry, I've already given him two years of college. Like, I cannot give him two more. And not for any reason. Like, there was no problems. There was no issues. There was nothing Hunter did that was like, okay, I need to get out of this. But it was more so maybe like a doubt or other people putting doubts on me or on the relationship or telling me, like, it's not going to work. And I believed them. And I was like, okay, well... I think Hunter's my person, but if he's not my person, I want to know now. I want to know before it's my senior year and my whole life feels turned upside down or I want to, like, it, it was just like this, like, need, like, I just wanted to feel settled in a decision. I wanted to know what I was doing. I'm a big planner and it was really hard to plan for the future when you didn't know who was going to be in it or what that was going to look like tangibly post-grad. And so that semester, I decided to do a prayer and fasting for three weeks for Hunter and I to break up if we were going to. <laughs> and that probably sounds crazy, but I really just surrendered it to the Lord um, of, I want Hunter to be my husband, but I have a tendency just as a human to hold on to my own plans and to hold on to my own wishes, and my own dreams and my own way I think things should go. And because I think I'm 
mature and because I was so forward thinking and because I was so intentional I think that's like the biggest word like so intentional like this did not happen haphazardly I did not just end up engaged um I don't do that with anything in my life I plan accordingly I evaluate the pros and cons I see what the consequences are and I like make decisions like based on like research and thought and prayer and so this at this point was the biggest decision I had ever made in my life or was going to make in my life and I did not take that loosely and so I went to the season of prayer and fasting where um, I prayed for three weeks for Hunter and I to break up 21 days consecutively and I had my friends praying for me like praying over our relationship and right at the end of the fast it was spring break I had no epiphany. There was no like a hot moment. I was like, okay, that didn't really work the way I wanted it to. I guess I'm going on spring break. Guess it's time to have fun. And three days into spring break, we get the email that we are not going back to campus. And I that was like earth shattering. At that point, it was like only two weeks. But up until then, you know, you know how the drill went. We all cups at home. But what that meant was that Hunter and I were going to be living at home for the time being. At that point, we didn't realize that it was going to be months and months and months of us being home together, which was something we were never going to get. It was never in the plan. In my, you know, it's just funny to think about in my perfect plan of how things were exactly were going to go. No, that wasn't in the plan. I didn't have a global pandemic penciled in to our engagement plan but this was monumental into seeing what life could really look like together because I had a friend who was doing long distance at the time too and she was so excited because this was like time where like they could date in the same place is what she was saying so she's like we haven't got to date in the same place like I hope like we had agreed to like do this thing when we were 16, 17, what if we don't work when we're 20? And I was like, oh my gosh, that's, that's so true. I had never thought about that. Like when you're 20, like you're so different than when you were, when you were 16 or 17. And so I was like, okay, this is going to be good. And I was like, okay, that's, that's kind of an answer of like prayer and fasting. No, it's not like a booming yes or a booming no down from the heavens, but it's an opportunity to really take a deep dive into what Hunter and I had. And so over quarantine, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie to you. Like that was hard because in, in my same determined way to like make sure I was doing everything perfect. We had a lot of hard conversations. It was us consistently sitting down and communicating about everything. I mean, at that point, our lives, we did not, we had not built them together. And two people who are extremely ambitious, extremely determined, really academic-minded, who have big dreams for themselves and career goals, those lives don't just naturally weave together. Like, if you know anything, and I mean, this is the season we're in now, like, getting just happen to get jobs in the same city, or just happen to be in the same place, or just happen to, be, like, those things don't just happen. Grad school, <laughs> the same school in the same city, because at this point, I decided that I, 
I couldn't do long distance anymore. Like that was just kind of, I got into a, a point where I was like, yeah, no, because like, really the plan was, and we were, oh, we're going to go to grad school too. And so the long distance really just didn't seem to <laughs> end at any point. And so it was during being home for COVID that we were able to really sit down and Hunter really decided that he wasn't going to go to grad school. And I was like, oh my gosh, like then then he can just get a job wherever I go to grad school. And I was like, oh my gosh, this plan just, it makes sense. Like it's working, it's working. And then sometime after I decided I wasn't going to go to grad school. And then it was like, oh, like we can, we can both get jobs and like have a salary and like, oh, we're going to, we're going to actually be able to be financially independent. Like maybe we could get married. And it took us sitting down and making an actionable plan and that came with deciding on grad schools, deciding on where to move, jobs, and just ultimately like agreeing to make compromises. I think that that was where the maturity in our relationship really hit its like peak for me. It's that we haven't peaked, <laughs> but like for me at that point, I was like, oh, because we had just came to the conclusion like it didn't matter who was going to get what job or who's like what best opportunity or competing career-wise or everyone getting their amazing like the best that we can do it was more so the two of us come first and our relationship comes first and our potential future marriage comes first and jobs are second and if that means that you don't get like the sexiest job right out of graduation that's okay if that means we're moving to a city or maybe that wasn't our first choice because it had great opportunities for both of us that's okay that means delaying going to grad school which we are both doing that's okay and ultimately at that point I looked and I was like oh I'm in a relationship like we're willing to like give up things because at that point we hadn't had to give up anything I mean we were doing long distance but we got to be selfish because we choose our own schools our own activities our own careers like everything was about us and that was the first time we had to make adult choices with another person in mind. And I don't know if you've ever done this, but it's very hard <laughs> because it's it's kind of a gamble per se of like stepping out in faith and thinking to yourself, okay, like I'm about to make a life decision based on another person and I don't have a ring on my finger. <laughs> like we're, these are all just words at this point. And so, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> another I just feel like there's like hundreds of reasons like I could just sit here and this could be like a two hour long episode about all the reasons which I guess is good there's a lot of reasons but another one is we could not keep living in different places at that point I was I couldn't see myself doing long distance more than the four years um I really thought that long distance had refined us and strengthened our relationship but at that point we had kind of peaked like we did the long distance and at that point, we were, like, ready to move on. Like, it had, like, worked and done its thing. And then we were just kind of still sitting in it. And I was like, I can't do this for years and years more. And so at that point, we wanted to move to the same place. And, and we were totally willing to, I think this is an important thing to know. We were totally willing to move to the same place and just live separately and then just date in the same city. And I think, like, that's... A, a big point of contention because it was a big deal for us to not live together before we got married still is we're not gonna do it um 
and so that's where a lot of people were like oh just move in like just go and like move in together like you don't have to get married like marriage is such a huge step and for us that wasn't even an option and I have lots of opinions on it but that's not what this episode's for <laughs> uh, cohabitation but that was just not a move we were willing to make and so we were kind of at this like gridlock point where we we're like okay yeah we could move to a different city and just live separately and that's fine and I think that's where another point where I realized I'm like no it doesn't that part doesn't matter like it's not about me having to live with him or not live with him or like, I just want to decorate a cute apartment either way like I was I was good and it was almost that contentment with which like either option where I was like okay but I, I, I feel ready emotionally like I, I feel ready like we're doing all of this work to make our lives align. And it's not about me just wanting to like live in the same place as him. It was more so like, why are we delaying the inevitable? I think became the big question. Because, I mean, we also made a timeline that was smart financially. We wanted to be financially independent. And at that point, we had realized that we were both going to graduate and start working right away. And so we'd have a two salary home and income and at that point like we can be fully financially independent and that was a really like that was a non-negotiable for us um when it came to getting married that was kind of part of what was keeping us from getting married because we we're like we're not getting married when we're both students like some people do it there's nothing wrong with doing that but for Hunter and I that was just not something we were comfortable with neither were our parents um, I, we would have never asked them to do that. I mean, maybe they would have been okay with it, but that was just never even a conversation. And so in order to make like a huge adult decision, we wanted to like be adults and, you know, have our own money. And so at that point we were both going to be getting jobs and we were like, oh, okay. And then lastly, a, a last big thing is my parents were on board. <laughs> My parents love him. They loved him. They currently love him. They adore that boy. And they had gotten to have a front row seat into our relationship and got to see him day in and day out when we were seniors over breaks. And then when we were really home for quarantine, we're able to spend so much time with him and really, like, from second hand, get to see qualities they believed to make him an amazing husband and an amazing family leader, a perfect addition to our family. And so it was almost like that, like, not last assurance, but it was something for me, like, when my whole family was on board in, like, loving him, thinking he was great for me, seeing how well he loved me, and, like, someone external, like, you know how when you're in a relationship, like, it's good to have, like, your friends around so, like, they can kind of have an eye on your relationship to catch red flags, well, for me, like, I'm really close with my family, and so their opinions on it really mattered, and they just adored him, and they, they were completely on board. My parents have always trusted me to make adult decisions. Um, like I said, I've been mature my whole life. Like, they haven't had to be super hands-on as I was getting older because I was just, I was constantly on it. I never gave them a reason to doubt me. I had never told them I was going to do something and didn't do it. I delivered. I showed up, and and I've seriously considered all the decisions I made. And so they had no reason when I said, like, I think I'm ready to get married to not believe me. Like, at that point, like, they had instilled in me this idea of, like, 
I can work for anything that I want and I can achieve anything I want and and they trust me to have really sound judgment and at that point that was the decision I was ready to make and and they were all a hundred percent on board and I know that's not a lot of people's situation and so I was really really thankful for it but that was definitely something where I was like if my parents are like ready for this not necessarily like ready for their baby to get married because at this point these conversations were happening when I was 19 saying it out loud really just makes it sound crazy but once they were on board I was like oh like I can do this like I loved like even if I didn't necessarily need it some people say I needed my parents permission and I needed my parents approval of my decisions and once I had it I was like oh (laughs) I was like oh we're really doing this and so lastly the last little note that I have here of why I got engaged at 20 was that I wanted to and I know that sounds funny or like stupid to include but for anyone who's like if you've been in a similar situation or heard about a similar situation everyone has opinions and that's okay it's natural to have opinions because If I'm going to be honest with you, there's probably tons of 20-year-olds who are engaged and probably aren't mature enough to be entering into a marriage. And for a lot of people, they do rush it and maybe it doesn't work and maybe you've had like a bad experience with people getting married young. But ultimately, as I've walked you through basically the timeline of how we got here, I mean... I really just came to the conclusion that this was the next step. It was it was natural. It was something we wanted to do. And and I just want to also throw in here, I never thought I was going to be the girl that got engaged at 20 or married at 21. Like that wasn't even in that wasn't in the cards. That wasn't in the plan. You guys know, at one point I made a 60-year plan. Getting married out of college was not not even in the third or fourth draft. I was really career focused, I was really academically focused, I had really high aspirations, and so I'd always been told and kind of fed the lie that your career goals and your success, like, and getting married young, like, those two don't go together, and I believed that um, until I literally got to a point where and it's crazy for people who know me or if you've listened to this podcast a lot of time, like, you know I'm very image conscious. I'm very career focused. I love to succeed. I knew I was ready to marry him when all of a sudden none of that mattered. And I th- I feel like if, if you aren't listening with the right lens, that probably sounds alarming of like, oh my gosh, she just like dumped all of her aspirations or like, although she doesn't care about school, she doesn't care about her career. No, that's not it at all. I still deeply care about my career. But for me, I got to a point that nothing that I did in my career or my successes, get going to grad school, not going to grad school, getting a certain position, a certain salary, a certain achievement, None of that would have made me happy if that meant sacrificing Hunter. (laughs) And I know probably everyone's like, oh, so cute. But for real, that was huge for me. Like, I don't even say that lightly. I feel like you have maybe, like, heard that in, like, cheesy movies of being like, none of it mattered if it didn't have you. But I feel like for, for you to understand how important that is, is that, like, I put my everything 
into my successes. I talk about it all the time. I'm an Enneagram 3. And at my worst, I find my worth in what I do. I find my worth in how I succeed, in how I achieve, in how I perform, what people think of me, what they say about me, how they praise me. And so it was kind of countercultural for me to put all of that aside and to truly feel like none of that would have mattered. At that point, like, one of my deepest desires and greatest wants felt belittled by the idea of of not being with Hunter. At that point, I knew, like, after all of this, all the prayer and fasting, all of the time, the hard conversations, it was that moment where I was like, yeah, sure, I don't know the perfect timing, but I will be marrying Hunter moment. <laughs> Like that, that's, that is the only option. It really just felt like if we were to wait, we would literally be waiting because of what other people thought. And, and there was a time where we entertained that. We're like, we can't be the couple that does this, this age. And we got backlash from people in our life or people who didn't agree with what we were doing or talking about doing. We heard every cautionary tale. We heard every but, if, when, why. But it really just felt like we were delaying the inevitable and delaying, really delaying God's best for us and his plan for us and and a marriage that he had literally created since and like planned on and knit together since the moment Hunter and I were born. And as he worked our lives together, we would be like intentionally delaying that solely based on other people's opinions on what is right and what is wrong and what is okay and what's too fast and what's slow and what's good and what's bad. And I got to a point where I was like, enough. If I'm really as my life oriented and I'm as tough as I say I am and I'm as opinionated as I say I am and I'm as confident as I say I am, why do I care what the people from high school or my parents' friends or my family, what do I care about what they have to say or that they're going to send my engagement announcement Instagram post back to each other hundreds of times because everyone's talking about us? What do I care? Because I did. I, I considered all of it. And I got to a point where I was just like, what am I doing this for? Because at the end of the day, it's the people who understand, it's the people who know us that it, that it matters for. And everyone who intimately knew Hunter and I's relationship, not one person was confused why we were making the stuff that we did. And so, in a long way to answer the question, that's why I got engaged at 20. And this is just my personal experience. I realize this is not the same for everybody, but I I knew that everyone's still been literally dying to know, and I felt like this was a good time to kind of sit and record it, considering we are, I think, seven months out from the wedding. Which is absolutely crazy. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe I'm getting married. Sometimes I feel like life needs to slow down and sometimes I just want to be married tomorrow. I'm kind of in the season right now where I want to be married tomorrow. But that's like what life looks like right now. I'm going to answer a couple like frequently asked questions like in specific that I know I'll either get after this if I don't answer. Um, I kind of touched on some of them, but like let's just hop into it. So first question is, do you feel like you are too young? Do you wish that you were waiting you're rushing your life, whatever. 
I think this question is funny because it implies that like when you're like young or a certain age like it, it implies like age means maturity and I know I toss around the word maturity a lot but I think especially when you're getting married young you require a lot of it but like I can confidently say that there are couples in relationships that I know who are older than us or more seasoned than us and Hunter and I have a more healthy and more mature relationship than them age has nothing to do with it I mean sure in general maybe but in comparison and I mean we've had like really wise people take an internal look at our life and an internal look at our relationship and everyone has come to the same conclusion that we are 100% ready and mature enough and willing to enter into and don't be wrong I view it as a great responsibility enter into a marriage covenant I don't take that lightly at all because I believe <clears throat> fully that I will be doing this one time. Hunter is my husband. This is who God has for me. I don't believe in do-overs. I don't believe in quitting. Um, we're agreeing to get into a marriage that is going to strengthen and refine us and in the best way to word it, make each other the holiest versions of ourselves that we can be and it is really such an honor and privilege for me to get to be that person for Hunter and get to be like literally the person who is as close to Hunter, like the closest, it's just so crazy to think about, to become the closest human relationship that Hunter has as his relationship with the Lord. And I've been put on this earth to help refine him and to help make him the best believer, the best husband, the best father, the best brother, the best son, the best friend that he can be, and to help him achieve the holiest version of himself. It really is so beautiful, and, and Hunter vice versa for me, and we don't take that lightly at all. And so the young thing, eh, it just, it's just not... I don't, for me, it just really doesn't apply because I don't really feel young at all. I know I am, but eh. The next one is, oh, you're rushing your life, focus on your career, you need to enjoy your 20s. For the career aspect, it's always been so funny to me because people, like I touched on, associate, like you have to focus on your career before you settle down and you're in a relationship. Hunter and I are so ambitious and we have so many career goals and just because we get married that doesn't mean our career goals go away do we have a higher priority yes but that doesn't make us like not care about our careers and like what we want to succeed and accomplish at all like me being married to hunter only makes me better literally yeah I, I can't even think of a way that by hunter and i not being married that my career would be better Sure, I'm sure at some point I'm going to have to make a sacrifice. Or maybe I'm not going to be able to choose the job that makes the most money and move us across the country. But at that point, I don't want it because at the end of the day, and I'm really learning this right now, it's just a career and it's just a job. So I, I always laugh at the idea of like, you can't have a great career if you're married young. Also, the enjoy your 20s. I will. <laughs> I fully intend to enjoy my 20s with my husband and all my friends. no. Am I going to get this worldly version of what your 20s should look like? No. Am I going to get the season of everyone being like, you need to be alone in your 20s to like figure yourself, your, yourself out and find yourself? No, I'm not. And I think 
I do think that's like a chapter of life that like I'm all I'm all about self growth and so do I think I'm missing out? No, but like, do I think I maybe would have benefited from it? Sure, but I feel like I got a similar experience by moving away for college and not being with Hunter in school. And quite honestly, not everyone's life has to be copy and paste. God's plan for my life and my timeline is not going to look the same as yours, and that's okay. And like, that's what makes life so exciting and life so beautiful. And so, like, our lives are not supposed to all be perfect. That's why I'm not sitting here telling all of you, you need to get married, engaged when you're 20, because it's like, sometimes that just doesn't apply. And there's people in my life who are dating who I would never tell to get engaged right now, because you need time. And so, once again, I will be enjoying my 20s. <laughs> um, it just might look a little different than maybe what the world tells you it should look like and that's okay because I'm really excited for my 20s and I'm really excited for what life is going to look like I don't know like I, I try not to sit here and just like dream about what being married is going to look like because I'm really trying to be present in my last semester of college and my last time being single and not being married and just like having basically my own life outside of like making huge marital sacrifices every day and putting someone else before you every single day. You know, I'm still going to have my own life. I'm still going to be my own person once I get married. I feel like I have to be careful about how I say things and that's why I keep clarifying because I know a lot of people are going to listen to this episode and so I'm just trying, I'm trying to be careful. Okay, last one. <laughs> this is the hot and spicy one. Everyone's been waiting. Are you getting married young because you can't wait any longer to have sex? a good one it's it's the question of the hour <sighs> no <laughs> that is not true and so I guess this like kind of pulls into the idea I've, I've never talked about this on the podcast but yes I'm confirming I get questions about this daily Hunter and I are waiting for marriage it is what we believe it's what we know to be God's best for us God designed sex for marriage. This isn't a waiting for marriage episode. That's just, I'm just putting that out there. So that's kind of explains um, why this question is a thing. Um, once again, I'm just going to kind of refer back to the idea that Hunter and I are really mature. And we would never, I mean ever, make a decision to enter into a marriage covenant and I keep on calling it a covenant because it is like I feel like sometimes people really dumb down what a marriage is and it's just kind of like oh it's just a piece of paper or oh it's just like a next step no 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 no. when you get married you are entering into a covenant between you and your spouse and the Lord and you on your wedding day are making a promise to God that's what your vows are making a promise to God to put this person first and to literally like help like be God's partner in making your partner the best version of themselves like it is a massive commitment that I don't take lightly at all hence this whole episode and all of the things that we went through to get to this point I would never make such a a huge decision not just it's I mean a huge life decision but like such a massive decision for me in my relationship with the Lord and have someone become my partner and like spiritually <laughs> bond us because I want to have sex. That just to me, I understand why it happens. I mean, hello, I'm human. I completely get it. 
And to answer the question, yes, it is very difficult. It's not like an easy thing that just like happens. We don't date for four years and not have sex on accident. <laughs> but it's an intentional choice because that's literally how God designed it. God literally designed humans for sex. And it, I love how people word it. Like sex is a gift and it's a contextual gift. And so it is something that we're waiting to do. No, we're not getting married because we want to have sex. I'll go on a limb here and say that, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not doing this, but like to be in a relationship with Hunter and like how our relationship is and the dynamic that we have now, like I can confidently say, oh, this is going to be a hot take. Like our relationship would be fine without sex. Granted, God designed sex for marriage. Wow, we're really just talking about sex. And so you're supposed to have sex when you're married. Like, it is. I've literally been doing premarital counseling and I've learned all about sex and, like, the con, like, in its context in marriage. And I've just been learning a lot. And this is not a soapbox for that. So I will have sex once I get married. But I just think because of long distance, Hunter and I have literally been stripped of so many aspects of our relationship. And, like, I was saying at the beginning of this episode, the good parts of our, like, I made the decision to marry him, not based on, like, how he is in bed, not based on, like, how great and passionate our physicality is. I base it on how well Hunter loves the Lord, how well Hunter loves me, and what our relationship is on, like, an emotional level is how I made the decision. Because, I mean, I haven't had sex with him, and I'm marrying him, and... I'm okay. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. I'm not scared about it. I'm not like, oh, I, I hope I'm not like dooming my future forever because it is literally designed to be this way. Maybe I'm going to have to do an episode about waiting for marriage. Um, that probably won't come out until after I get married. But yeah, this is, I did not mean to do that, to go on that rant. I'm sure I'm going to get messages about that, but I don't care because this podcast is literally my stream of consciousness and I hope that, that is helpful to a girl or really anyone who's listening to this because this is where I'm at and like this podcast is an outpour of my heart and it's an outpour of my experiences and how I feel and my worldview and everything God's teaching me, everything that life is teaching me, everything that my friends are teaching me, my family's teaching me, Hunter's teaching me and this is where I'm at right now. So this is why I got engaged at 20. There's so many more reasons. I, I didn't want to talk your ear off for hours, um, but this is definitely the highlights. I really hope you guys got something from this. I really hope this answered all of your questions. And if it didn't, I'm sure there's going to be some more. You can send me some DMs. You know I love to answer your DMs um, when I can. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, it's so weird putting on an episode like this. I'm always so aware that what I put out is so permanent, but like thinking about that where I'm at right now, July of 2021, a couple months before I get married, this is going to be like a time capsule of how I feel and really where I was at in my headspace of choosing to get married. And, it, and it's really special for me to get to put this out there that Hunter and I will always have this. Our kids will always have this. And so I don't take that responsibility lightly. Um, I really hope you guys love this episode. Thank you so much for listening to She's Going Places. I hope you have an amazing week, and let's go places together.